This is a bonus episode of the non-exclusive podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Candice. In our last episode, we talked to our good friend, Callie. Callie has an amazing view of food, and she's talked on previous episodes about how that intertwines with her faith and her relationship with God. She has a lot of freedom in how she eats. She doesn't feel like she has to guilt herself into eating eating specific things or feel guilty when she eats specific things. So in this new season of her life, which is pregnancy, we wanted to know what that looks like in this season. Plus, she gives some really fun and interesting tips if you're just walking through pregnancy or new mom life. And we laughed a lot. So here's Callie. Has your relationship or perspective on food changed oh. at all since you got pregnant? Because I yes. love talking to you about food and hearing yes. your perspective on yeah. that in general. But I was yeah. curious if pregnancy has just, I don't know, brought any more thoughts into your head about that. Oh, holy cow, has it? <laughs> yes. I went into pregnancy. I was like, oh, watch out. I'm going to be the healthiest pregnant woman you have ever seen. Like, I'm going to be doing squats and lunges and eating paleo and not eating donuts. Yeah. I mean, my first trimester, I was so sick. All I could eat for several days was Sprite and Fritos. And I was like, you know what? This is all such baloney. Like, why did I have these expectations on myself? I mean, pregnancy has been so incredibly humbling to me. It has been like, girl, again, you are not in control. And some seasons are about just making it and making it to the next day. You know, and if you need to eat Jell-O and... Teddy Grahams for your dinner, breakfast, and lunch, and whatever you can, you know, swallow down your gullet, that works for me, you know? And I had a friend during that season, because I was feeling so bad. I was like, I'm so, like, like, because they tell you, they'll tell you this, which I actually don't believe, but they're like, whatever you eat, the baby's eating. Like, make sure you're eating, you know, your grain. I mean, I still can barely eat salad. Like, it's not something that, because when you're pregnant, everything changes. Like, your baby inside of you affects your taste. Like, all these things shift. And I had a friend, and she was like, motherhood is a reminder that this too shall pass. And so I had to go like, okay, food. Like, we are at peace with each other. And I'm just going to believe that if all I'm eating today is Captain Crunch, this is going to somehow nourish my baby. And that's another thing, too, that no one tells you that I learned later, which I don't know why I was feeling so guilty about my, like, you know, not or drinking Sprite all day, is because your baby basically is, like, feeding on what you ate before you got pregnant. So for a long point of your pregnancy, like, the baby is just one mama to hang on. You know what I'm saying? So it has definitely shifted that. And I think it's given me just a whole new perspective on what nourishment actually looks like. You know, I used to really think that nourishment was like prime. It's spiritual and it's holistic, but it's also maybe can depend more heavily on your diet than it actually does. I think it's more of a mindset and knowing that like what I'm eating today is going to be nourishing for me in some way, shape or form, even though it's not quote unquote perfect or whatever Pinterest tells you to eat. I can't even look at Pinterest right now. I'm like, do you pregnant women are crazy? Like, no offense, but who can live that lifestyle? Even YouTube, I'm like, who can live that lifestyle? Like, who's making you quinoa salad at 2 o'clock in the afternoon? I'm not. I mean, like, Jake's got to work. Like, well, how's that happening? But some people do, and that's great for them. But I had to really be, like, come to, like, a lot of grace and freedom and knowing that God's got it. Again, I'm not in control. Whatever I'm eating is not controlling how my baby's going to turn out. Because people will tell you that, too. They're like, if you want your baby to have perfect teeth, you got to eat this. And, th- and it's just too much, like, 
God's in control. He's got it. And when I feel better, I'll want to eat better. But right now I don't. So that's okay. You know what I mean? You just walk through it and it's a season and you get to the next one and you're like, oh, I'm not pregnant anymore. I like to eat vegetables again. Great. You know what I'm saying? Like, so that's definitely shifted for me. I can talk to you about ways to style your hair so you don't have to wash it because it's too hard oh sometimes when you're pregnant. Yeah, maybe that is a fantastic thing. That's really funny because literally yeah. I got to Candace's house right yeah. before you got here. Yeah. And I was like, my hair is on the struggle bus today. Oh. <laughs> my hair's on the struggle bus for four days. Should I let it be struggle bus down or should I let it be struggle bust up? It looks <laughs> and I said, you can use my dry shampoo. And I did. <laughs> there so. you go. Like tip I number one plenty of things in there to dry make your shampoo. hair absolutely not look like it's on the struggle bus absolutely that's a great that's a great tip dry shampoo what absolutely. else you got what else you got okay there's several things you can do um one thing is work with the grease that's how what i like to say so if you've always wanted to try that like extreme side part or that middle part that you see like the jenners wearing and you think how can i pull that off wait till your hair gets real greasy then it will do what you want it to do as far as a part as far as part goes. So yeah, you just sweep it to one side, you put it down the middle, put it in a low bun. Greasy hair stays very well in a bun. So if you've been wanting to try the low bun, but you're like me and you get those like weird flyaway hairs that like stick out, you know? Yeah. Grease will help with that. Um, you can also work one of those high ponytails. Grease helps with that as well. And <laughs> all you gotta do, if you don't have dry shampoo, it's no problem. Just use your fingers, comb the grease up, put it in a ponytail, and then you just got to straighten that bad boy or whatever you want to do to it because the tips aren't greasy. It's just the roots. So you just got to work with that. That's also a good tip. <laughs> I feel like this is preparation for when you actually, like when Eli's oh, here yeah. and you cannot take a shower. Right. Like you just learned all the things that you needed to do for your hair. Look, I'm God's preparing you. So many ways. He's like, <laughs> I care about your hair. <laughs> <laughs> I care about Thank you, your ability Jesus. to feel pretty in the midst of it. Right? You can also get a long way with highlighter. If you got a good highlighter, like, you know, like a shimmer brick or like, oh, yeah. like the Bobby Brown shimmer brick or even the wet and wild, like just shimmer highlighter powder does wonders. Like in your hair? You, no, no, no. Not in your hair. <laughs> I was like, I was still in the hair and I was like, Callie, I've never heard this in my life. Do you know though, if you want to cover shimmer? roots, like if you have, like you can yeah. actually put makeup in your hair and that makes oh that makes sense well if you have the light hair i don't know you could do it with dark hair um it's called brow pencil and eyeshadow oh Uh, all right see that yeah well i've also never dyed my hair so i I just never thought about about it yeah yeah listen i have to it's like yours you do yes (laughs) but yeah if you if you don't have time for makeup it's another tip hot tip if you're like feeling like not feeling good not looking good get that highlighter out and you just go to town like put it Put it on your eyelids, put it on your cheeks, put it on your, you know, what do you call this? Clavicle, mm-hmm. that area. Um, yeah, and just that really helps. It does. It adds a little I brightness to your face. It's true. Also, like, I'm a huge believer in mascara. I feel like if you don't wear any makeup, but you can put mascara on, you're going to look so much more awake than if you didn't do mascara. That's because you guys have eyebrows. Because my one thing <laughs> oh. is... <laughs> If, but I can see your eyebrows put, right now. I know because I put them on. <laughs> that's not na- that's not your natural brow. No, Candace, those look great. I mean, I like. Is put- that a pencil? What is it? No, it's the brow from Benefit Brow thing. I don't know. It adds like fibers to your eyebrows. It looks what? great. Anyways, I mean, my eyebrows are there, but they're not as dark. I have they to dark natural. again the blonde girl things. Yeah, that I just and didn't so, know about until I, I know talked that. to you. Yeah, yeah. so <laughs> yeah. I have to. Like 
I have two things. I yeah. have to get eyebrows and I have yeah. to put mascara on. So I get yes. the mascara. Yeah, yeah. But if I it's, don't put it's eyebrows, the same it's like, like family. <laughs> <laughs> I just envisioned Candace with no eyebrows and it was really funny. <laughs> oh, jeez. What you didn't see was that I just covered my eyebrows that with my hands. Really funny. And that's what you look like. Oh, uh, that's so, amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, your brows are looking good. Thanks. Callie for just talking with us and being real with us and laughing with us. We're so excited for you. If you want to hear more from Callie, be sure to check out season one, episode 10, which is food, body, freedom. She gives her full perspective on eating and food and faith. It's amazing. I highly recommend it. She's also on our relationship panel episode in season two. So be sure to check that out as well. And don't forget, you can continue the conversation with us over on Facebook and Instagram at non-exclusive podcast.